Sarah and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. Yeah, it is. What's up? Uh, happy Tired Tuesday, everybody. Good morning. Are we recovered from the big game or are we worse today because of the big game? I feel a lot better. Well, yesterday was a big day for you, Jessica Dutra. Yes. What did you do? I uh, had my second wedding dress fitting at Love at Estella's in Westminster. And it was the first time that I saw my veil and got to try on my veil with my wedding dress for the first time yesterday. Was that like more surreal than the first time? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but having the veil that I'm actually wearing is... It makes it more legit. Like, looking at myself in the mirror, seeing it together for the first time was, like, crazy. Do you... Because I guess I didn't realize this. And keep in mind, if you're new to our show or to the 6 O'Clock Club, Jess is... We're less than 90 days now? Mm-hmm. May, May the 4th. Yeah, Garage Boy and I are getting married on Star Wars Day, May 4th. That's crazy. So, uh, what do you... Um, what I guess I didn't realize that when you do a wedding dress fitting, there's multiple fittings that you have to do. Oh, yeah. The first one was in January. Yesterday was my second. And then I think I have about two or three more. I mean, they schedule you out. You don't necessarily need to utilize, like, the last one or something. Yeah. But there's definitely multiple, especially when you're getting things done to your dress. Like, I got um, glitter tool added to my dress to make what, it more sparkly. What's tool? I don't know what tool is. Um, You know, like... Uh, have, have, you've seen like tutus like that ballerinas yeah. wear you yeah, know yeah. that like fabric yeah so my dress I have like a lot of tulle in my dress okay and so I added like this one layer of glitter to bring out the glitter that's it in the top part of my dress okay and I made my veil out of the glitter tulle that's used in it so it's like it's so sparkly fancy smancy over here Disney princess is what what's uh, what it's going like over here yeah I actually think uh, it's it's not as extravagant or like it's not a spectacle actually honestly I, I, I added I added the glitter because it's very like soft and simple, but I just wanted the sparkly just because I think it's pretty. But it's I think it's definitely like a lot more simple than I feel like everyone's going to expect me to have. I just don't think I could even imagine what your wedding dress would look like. Hmm. I honestly, the whole wedding planning process, like I'm in such anticipation to see how this whole turns out because like I, you've been keeping up with the show. We've been kind of all over the place with it, like from like this super traditional stuff at some points, all the way to having lightsabers at other points. And so like, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm here for the ride. I think we all are. It's going to be I think that, that big day is like, we're all kind of waiting to like, see how this is all going to go. Now, now, now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore top three, three. with Jess. Number three. Today will be an impact weather day as rain changes to a mix of snow, depending where you are. Uh, Harford, Baltimore, Cecil, Frederick, and Carroll County Public Schools have all announced a two-hour delay this morning. So most of the roads will remain above freezing, but the wintry mix will still reduce visibility. So please be careful on slippery and slushy roads on your commute throughout the morning. I posted the full list of closures and updates on our Instagram story and Facebook page. Just search uh, Kramer and Jess. It was sleeting when I was coming in this morning, and it like reminded me that it's still winter. Yeah. Like anybody have a weekend where you kind of forgot that we're actually in the middle of February right now? Yeah. Like, it was warm. Like, like it, it was on Friday. I think got up like sixty five degrees. It was nice. And now it's like, wait, what? Oh yeah, that's right, February. Number two. Morgan State University School of Global Journalism and Communication is partnering with Spike Lee to create a multimedia summer internship program. 
This announcement comes as the school celebrates Black History Month and its 10th anniversary as a school of journalism and mass communication. And interns will receive mentoring from award-winning actors, writers, and producers with the partnership aiming to increase the amount of HBCU grads in the film industry. Very cool. Number one. So you can now sip on canned gin and juice from Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, referencing their iconic 1994 hit that is Taylor, not gin and juice. Uh, Their new premium spirits company is launching the ready-to-drink alcoholic cocktails in four different flavors. So you can try their citrus, melon, passion fruit, and apricot. And they've actually already begun rolling out in stores nationwide. So you can keep an eye out for them. And it looks like Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg have more stuff on the way because last year they filed several trademarks, including one for vodka and juice. So it looks like this is just the beginning. Which I think asks the question of like, why did this take so long? Totally. Like now that you say this, I'm like, duh. Well, uh, they're also very busy. So I think maybe, you know what? I get it. When did this song come out? Like 1994. Okay. So like you're telling me in 30 years... Not one person's been like, hey, you know what we should do? Make gin and juice. But if it's not Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, well, I don't want it. It yeah. had to have been. This is, yeah. is going to be cool. Yep. This is Justin. That's your top three on Mixing Us 6.5. You know, I really get screwed on Valentine's Day. Single guys. And I, I don't mean to interrupt anybody's Galentine's Day, which is today, by the way, officially Galentine's Day. Um, but like, what? what is in Valentine's Day for single guys with no kids. And I've been I've been thinking a lot about this. Listen, in case you're new to our show, I am about five years post-divorce. And like the first couple of Valentine's Days were really sad. Right? It was like a really lonely place to be because you kind of miss what you had. It feels like, oh my gosh, this day I feel really isolated in this whole situation. I'm beyond that now, right? Like hmm. this Valentine's Day, I don't really have any kind of feelings of like sadness about not being in a relationship i'm good good but the question is what do single guys do on valentine's day if you're not in a relationship or dating somebody it almost feels like i need to come up with something to do Mm. for valentine's day tomorrow that's what you feel like i do i feel like there's this weird pressure for on me a, to, on a weekday on a wednesday night really I, any when other wednesday night don't do anything yo any and all of a sudden other, you feel like you need to do something any other wednesday night out of the year i'd be like no nah, i'm cool i don't need to do anything uh-huh well and like what women do you, what like do you want to do like I, listen, it's, it's totally up to you you can do whatever you want women like you guys have a galentine's day it's like cool to like go out with like your girlfriends and like that's completely an acceptable and fun thing to do yeah guys don't typically get together Single, like I'm not gonna call my bros up and be like, "Yo, y'all, y'all trying to, y'all trying to hang out on Valentine's Day or what's up?" You know? Why not? <laughs> like, Why wouldn't I, you call I, your friends to kick it? It it does. It wouldn't. Doesn't seem like that'd be something that I would do. You know what I mean? So like, but maybe it's something that you should do. How about I, how about make this your first Valentine's Day, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone since you feel the need to do something and you just you do something new. Have you been single on a Valentine's Day? I have. And what plenty did, of times. What did you do? Uh. Well, I went out. I went out on Valentine's like Day. Like drink Ooh, party. And I mean, yeah, no, I, I would go out and drink on Valentine's Day. Um, but single and in a relationship, it doesn't really matter to me. I like to treat myself. I go and get like a cute little Valentine's Day cupcake. And I like wear pink and red. And even like when I was single, like I just felt like I felt I made sure that I felt cute 
And I, yeah, it was just like a, I made like the Valentine's Day theme of my day. Like I went and got like spaghetti to go at one of my favorite Italian restaurants one year and just like had a like go me dinner sounds, myself. Sounds awesome for a woman. Makes sense. What do you mean? You can't go to a restaurant and I'm get not gonna go, to go, I'm not gonna go and have a cute dinner for yourself? Dress up in red and look all cute on Valentine's Day. Stone, have you, Stone's our producer in case you're new. Have you been single on Valentine's Day before? Many times. <laughs> <laughs> And do you do you think that like so? What is something that you liked to do? Because this now you're actually in a relationship. So what yeah. are some things that you did on Valentine's Day when you were single? What do I single f- guys do? I don't I even feel know. Like I'm I'm a sweets guy. I'm a desserts guy. Yeah. I'll go buy a piece of cake for yourself. I'll go get ice cream. I, I won't dress too. up. Won't I dress up. I'll just I'll go sweatpants sweatshirt. But you felt the need to say it's Valentine's Day. I'm not going to do like a bros night or anything. I would not do bro broentines <laughs> night. I would not do broentines. Oh, that's cute. You I wouldn't do that. that. But uh but, no, but I would, you would go you would go treat yourself to a piece of cake yeah. and that would be your sufficient this is I'm a single guy that's not not sad about Valentine's Day but and I'm just treat myself yeah. some of the best company I got. Yeah. It, anybody listening right now that like single guys, what are we doing for Valentine's Day? Like what? What is what is the play this year? If you're not like sad about it, like what what do you do? Do you want to call us or text us four ten five eight three one zero six five? Okay, here's the headline: Baltimore <laughs> dumpster diver claims she's fished out two million dollars in products. Wow! And we saw this headline and we we're like, what? Why are we not all doing this? Uh, Jennifer Yenis is on with us from Baltimore. Hi, Jennifer. Good morning. Hey, morning, guys. How does one even like get into this and like where does that idea come from? I was a sculpture major and um, I, I did a lot of sculpture with, with trash as one does in, in college. You just kind of like cool. find stuff. And my sure. professor is the one who recommended to try dumpster diving um, behind stores. He, he said you'd be so surprised what stores will throw away. What, what was the first time? What it takes that first time that you were like, oh, my gosh, wait a minute. Like, what do you remember the first thing that somebody threw out? That you were like, why would you throw this out? I mean, like the first time, yeah, it would have been art supplies at the booty art store that I couldn't afford to go to in college. I think I'm confused because I'm like, why haven't I done that? <laughs> I like think- when you said it, I'm like, okay, dumpster diving, like what, like what neighborhoods? But I'm like, oh, wait, why wouldn't you go to a retail store and see what they're throwing out? Yeah, if you think like the clearance section is good, you should check out like the free section in the back of the store. (laughs) Take us through like when did this become like a thing then? Like when did you decide I can actually do something with this? Um, I mean, it was a little bit like of an addiction when I first started. It was like the things that you could find were so incredible that there was no way I could not do it. What are like some of the craziest things that you have found that you couldn't believe were tossed? Oh my gosh. I used to hit Bed Bath & Beyond. One time I stopped by on my lunch break and I could have rented a U-Haul. Like crusades, bedding sets, bakeware, dishware. I put my fines at about a hundred grand a year and those types of dumpsters where I'm like having to make two and three trips with my truck yeah. are those are the ones where it's like, that's the goal. We've got Jennifer Yenis on right now. She's the woman making headlines uh, right here from Baltimore. Literally has made $2 million in just dumpster diving around the city. Is is there nothing illegal about doing this, by the way? What I find is the easiest thing to do is just to Google, you know, city ordinances, dumpster diving, and then wherever it is that you wanted to try. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of 10, 
It's totally legal. Maryland has like the most lax laws. That's cool. That's, that, hey, that's something to be proud of, right? I also think it's really special because I know that obviously everyone is freaking out about the headline with the $2 million and stuff like that. But you actually use a lot of the stuff that you find to give back to your community, right? Sure. Yep. I work with so many nonprofits. I do um, women's shelters. Hmm. So any sort of beauty products, makeup, um, clothing, candles, all that will go right to a women's shelter. Um, when we're talking about non-perishable food items, which uh, if you've watched any of my videos, I'm sure you've seen a couple of those where you you, you see like a, just a dumpster full of granola bars and protein bars, and it's oh. just like, what? Yeah. Uh, nothing expired, nothing recalled. It's literally just, they clear the shelves a month beforehand, just getting ready for like whatever's coming in next. It's a little sad, wow. but um, so many organizations I work with, yeah, they know everything that I find is going to wind up coming over to them. Obviously, this is our this is our hometown girl that's honestly doing it's, it's a crazy story. It's a cool story, but it's actually doing a lot of good for the community, too. If we want to follow you on social to watch these videos, where can we find you? I would love for uh, more local people to follow me. It's going to be Eldest Millennial on TikTok, or obviously, if they look up my full name, Jennifer Yates, they're going to find all these articles and then some. This is so cool, Jennifer. And I also think, and I also love you for, obviously this is a lot of fun and everyone loves the headline and all that kind of stuff, but everything that you're doing for the community, all the nonprofits, like you said, you have a list that you donate to. So thank you for doing that as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's the least I could do. Have you ever found yourself in a position where you don't want to be somebody's Valentine? It's Kramer and Jess on Mixing Us 6.5, and my 11-year-old niece, Abby, has found herself in a love triangle. When Jess has a dilemma and is put to the test, she turns to a family because nieces know best. I don't even know what that means, but it sounds dramatic. Sixth grade is popping, y'all. Uh, okay, so welcome to Nieces Know Best. It is our weekly check-in with Jess's nieces because sometimes actually kids have better advice than adults. And this week's going to be a little bit different. So what's happening? Yeah, so I'm super close with my family uh, in California. And I just talked to my nieces, um, Maya, she's nine, and Abby, who's 11, about different things that are going on in my life. And we were talking about valentine's day and then abby just happened to share with me that she has found herself in a love triangle so i wanted to discuss how can you politely and respectfully let somebody know how you're feeling but then also can we also have some advice for someone who also wants to have a valentine if they don't okay i think it takes a lot of courage for someone to ask you to be their valentine but I also think you have every right to tell someone you don't want to be their Valentine. I just think you should do it nicely and not run away. What is your honest and kind response going to be? I really appreciate it, but I really just see you as a friend and I hope we could still be friends after this, but I just don't see you that way. I'm sorry. I think that's so good. Mike, how are you gonna tell someone politely if you don't feel comfortable being there, Valentine. I'm sorry, but no. We are too young for this. <laughs> we are in third grade. I really appreciate the author to offer, and I really appreciate of your creative thinking that everyone is doing it. Hmm. But I'm really sorry, but no. I just want to have my friends as of my Valentines. I honestly think both of those were beautiful. I also remember being around your age, Abby, and like desperately wanting to be someone's Valentine. 
Do you guys have any advice for anyone that's feeling that way? Appreciate yourself because you're probably such an amazing, wonderful person and people just can't seem to realize that as fast as you have. So- yes, 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 yes. Maya, do you have anything to add or you just fully support? I'm just fully supportive with all of that, Abby said. Happy it's Valentine's Day! Happy Valentine's Day! So she has, like, what, multiple... There's multiple... four people at school that have a crush on Abby. And the wow. reason why we had this conversation was because before we talked about this, her response was not very nice. And that's why I wanted to have a discussion with the girls as far as the way that she was going to tell them. What was she going to say? She was either just going to run away from them or just be like, ew, bye. And you're like, you're like, wait, listen. And I was like, listen. This is trauma. This is trauma because <laughs> like, uh, I have been the receiving. I was going to say. And then also I have been the one that is running. And it doesn't, <laughs> nobody's happy in the situation. So I thought it was like a very productive and educational conversation the three of us had this week. I, uh, I've never been on the, the receiving end. In middle school, I definitely did not have four people that wanted to be my Valentine's Day. Uh, but it's got to be weird, like, as your kids are starting to grow up and, like, now they're having to deal with these things. It feels like it wasn't that long ago that we were having to deal with Valentine's Day in middle school, and now they are. That's Nieces Know Best for the week, y'all. Kramer and Jess. Mega. Mega. Price Minute Mix 106.5 Alrighty, $500 in free gas Will today be the day? I mean, I think I'm feeling good But obviously, like, we're all feeling a little anxious After the last couple of days uh, We're going to play with caller number 20 today And who is this? This is Kelly Kelly Good morning Good morning Tell me we're not going to screw this up today Hey <laughs> I hope we're not I hope we're not You're caller number 20 Let's Yay! see. Yeah. You got it, Kelly. You Kelly, got it, we girl. feel good about this day, man. Let's just knock this round out, y'all. We've been playing this round for like two years now. Uh, this is this is the mega prize, <laughs> man. Not. Oh Kelly has taken on this thing on. If you've not been here before, let me explain what's about to happen because uh, I hate to say this could still be anybody's game, but I feel I feel confident. Kelly, you feel confident? I feel confident. All right, you feel good. confident. We should feel confident, too. Uh, Kelly's going to be given 10 trivia questions to answer. We've been asking these exact same 10 questions for like the last two and a half weeks. If Kelly gets them all right today, which hopefully we will, uh, she's going to get $500 in free dash in gas. But as we've seen in the last couple of days, something happens. We don't get them all right. We come back tomorrow with these exact same 10 questions. We do have a couple of rules, Jess. If you get one wrong, you're out. If you mispronounce the answer, you're out. If you take longer than 60 seconds to answer all 10 questions, you're out. If we don't get the question all the way out, you're out. But if you get all 10 questions right within one minute, you are winning a $500 gas card fueled by Shell at Dash In. Kelly, you ready? Yep. 60 seconds starts now. Question number one, did you watch the Super Bowl? No. Correct. Question number two, how many years did Baltimore celebrate Hunfest? 30. Correct. Question number three, what day did Jess take down her Christmas decorations? January 21st. Correct. Question number four, name one of Baltimore's legends of the game from the playoffs game. Ray Lewis. Correct. Question number five, what's the last day to enter Dashin's free coffee for a year contest? April 2nd. Correct. Question number six. What date did Kramer's niece and nephews come home from the hospital? January 30th. Correct. Question number seven. How many pounds of trash did the Trash Wheel family clean in 2023? Over a million. Correct. Question number eight. How much are tickets for AMC's Black History Month movie celebration? Five dollars. Correct. Question number nine. How much did the average 30-second Super Bowl ad cost this year? Seven million. Correct. Question number 10. When is Usher coming to Baltimore? Come on, Kelly. August 23rd and 24th. No. 
Congratulations, Kelly. You just won $500 of free gas thanks to Dashing. Yay! Yay Congratulations. You. you did it. Uh, <laughs> Kelly, where, where are you right now? Kelly, what are you doing? I'm dropping my kids off of school, but we pulled over so that we could play the game. Oh, wait, are you guys are you guys canceled now? Did you hear school? A lot of schools just got canceled. We're Baltimore City, so okay. we're still You're going. like, they don't cancel this school oh, for man. nothing. It could, it could be a world war, and they're still going to have school today. So, hey, don't, I hope your kids don't know, because that sucks. They're like, everyone doesn't have to go to school but us. Damn, man. Oh, oh I'm okay. sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's not true. Everybody's you know going to school. You know what? It's, you are stronger. You're stronger than most. <laughs> you'll, because, be, you'll be one day smarter yeah, than all these other Yeah, one day smarter donkeys. than everybody else. <laughs> Kelly and family, hey, you guys, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Baltimore top three with Jess. Number three. Today is obviously an impact weather day in Maryland, and snow has definitely hit some of us. And school districts have also announced closures um, that were previously delays this morning. Now, Hartford, Baltimore, Howard, Cecil, Frederick, and Carroll County schools will all be closed today. According to WBAL, Hartford County will be doing virtual learning. I posted the full list of closures and updates on our Instagram story and Facebook page. Just search Kramer and Jess. I also know that the closures will also affect after school programs as well. Well, we were just, it's, it's kind of calmed down a little bit, but we were getting those like giant flakes in Mount Washington a couple seconds ago. And I, did you have any idea the storm was coming into, I, I kind of woke no, up this morning being like, I didn't know. I drove to work like, I think everything's fine today, right? And no, it is uh, quite snowy, but seriously, be safe. More than anything, just be safe. I know that a lot of people are frustrated right now with the school schedules. I get it. And you're allowed to be. You're allowed to be frustrated. It's frustrating for sure. Uh, but let's just try to be safe and, and get through this together. Number two. Valentine's Day is tomorrow and the National Retail Federation just released a survey showing the top three things Marylanders are buying for Valentine's Day. Number three on the list uh, are flowers. It may be too late to have flowers sent, but you can definitely pick them up. And I always recommend Trader Joe's. They've got a great selection and they're not too expensive. Uh, number two on the list, greeting cards. Just pick one and pick the right one and write something sweet in side. And number one, the number one thing Marylanders are buying for Valentine's Day is candy. Makes sense. I'll give you a pro tip about flowers if you feel like you're in trouble right now. Because uh, you're like, oh my god, I needed to order those like a week ago. If you go on to like a... Uh, what do you call it? Like a um, delivery... Food delivery service. Like a... Um, Uber? Uber Eats, sure. Uh, if you want to go on to Instacart, I think that's right. Ah. Instacart, like Instacart can still have things, flowers delivered as of tomorrow. Now, and they oh, may nice. be sold out at that point. That's true, yeah. But I've had so many situations where I've needed flowers like today, like for a birthday or like a Mother's Day. Oh my God, I woke up, I didn't send anything, I forgot. Yo, they can have flowers sent. And this is not a plug, but like look for your delivery services nice. for flowers as well. Number one. After the Kansas City Chiefs defeated the San Francisco 49ers on Sunday to win the Super Bowl, they headed to Excess Nightclub at Win Las Vegas to party, including Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. I'm sure you've seen it on your timeline by now. The couple was seen on the dance floor throughout the night, packing on the PDA and singing along to Taylor's song, Love Story, Together. Taylor's effect on the Super Bowl's ratings has obviously been debated, been debated, but a new poll taken after the game found that 20% of people who were watching said they were cheering for the Chiefs because of Taylor Swift. Overall, 48% of viewers were cheering for the Chiefs compared with 37% for the 49ers, while the rest of us just cared about Usher. It makes me wonder if, if it is true, and we're going to assume there's probably at least some truth to it, 
with OBJ and Kim Kardashian. Oh, yeah. Like, that was let's the just... first time they were together publicly over the weekend, by the way. Oh, I didn't know about this. Mm-hmm. So, if, let's say this becomes a thing, and it kind of becomes as, well, first of all, would it be as big of a circus as Taylor? I think it would be a different kind of circus because it would be her whole family. Because, like, one, when one partner does something, the entire family shows up. So, we're talking Kris Jenner, Khloe Kardashian, all the kids. Yeah. Kylie. Candle, the squad, Lala's probably gonna come through. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So they I think their spectacle is the entourage. Sure. And it definitely involves more of Hollywood, I would say. Do you think what do you think that would do for the Ravens though, if this were to get, let's just say, even close to as big as the whole Taylor Swift thing? Do you think people would follow it the same way they do? Because I don't know that Kim Kardashian has the same type of like especially when it comes to like younger people, like passion, any more at least, than like a Taylor Swift? Uh, I think it would be, I think it would be sick to see Baltimore on Hulu. Like, is it good or bad? Is it good? I'm just, I can't figure out if this is going to be Who good cares? or bad Who for cares? the city. It's going to be fun. Like, as a Ravens fan, I'm not sure if it's a good thing or if it's a bad thing. If this like blows up. Like, if you're a Kansas City fan, are you pissed? About this, are you happy that it's become the Taylor spectacle that it is, you know? I mean, if you love football, you just watch the game. And if, like, you're also a fan of Taylor, I think that's just the cherry on top. This is Jess, and that's your top three. Hi, um, I'm Stephanie from Bel Air, and am I a bad mom because I'm banning my daughter from listening to Taylor Swift? (gasps) Why? Well, if you're Jess's mom, the answer would be absolutely. Wait, why? Well, let's uh, let's get into this. This is uh, this is Mix 1065. It's Kramer and Jess. If you're new to this uh, this segment that we do, uh, we we try to sort out that bad mom term. Jess, what are we what have we doing the last couple of weeks? Well, we've had different parents call in the show and share their own personal situations of someone calling them a bad parent, and they want to know if that person in their life was out of line, or maybe if they were doing something that they couldn't really see themselves, and yeah. they just kind of have like an open discussion about it. Wait, Stephanie, so why why is Taylor Swift banned? Ever since Travis Kelsey has entered the picture, it's made it much more challenging for me. I mean, it was already bad with the way he treated Justin Tucker in our own city. Right. Yeah. And then watching him yell at the coach on Sunday night. And then after they won his like weird frat bro behavior. And I just didn't really like the way like he disrespects other people, you know, like his coach. I, it gave me the complete ick. So, why why ban Taylor though? I guess is the question. I yeah, mean, why is she being if you wanted by it? if you wanted to ban Travis Kelsey jerseys in your house? I think I I think I might get it. I just think it's because Taylor's so everywhere right now mm-hmm. that it's unpredictable kind of where he's going to be. What did your daughter and, say when you told her that she can't listen to Taylor anymore? I mean, she was disappointed. That's me. So wait, where where did bad mom? Who who called you bad mom in this whole situation? My husband. He was like, "You can teach our daughter that that's not a relationship that she needs to be in without banning all of Taylor Swift." All right. Well, um we we could use your assistance now, parents. Uh 410-583-1065. So Stephanie is saying, "I decided to ban my daughter from listening to Taylor Swift because I don't like who she's dating, Travis Kelsey. 
And I'm afraid that by her seeing Taylor as a role model, that she's going to think it's okay to date guys like this. Was that really the wrong move to make them to ban it? If that's, that's how she's feeling Four ten five eight three one zero six five. Jess. I don't think that's fair. I almost think it's like we're teaching a message that a woman can be defined by the person, by the person that she's with. And then now that just discredits 20 plus years of her entire music catalog and we're all assuming that we know what's going on between them and the dynamics right. of their relationship, which we don't. I do think it's kind of messed up to like place this blanket judgment on somebody that we don't even know. And I honestly like I would even say it kind of hurts my feelings because like I've openly talked about a really bad relationship that I've ever been in. And it makes me think like, would you not want to allow your daughter to listen to me? And I share that because it's part of my story. So do we just like cut them out or we automatically judge them? Yeah, honestly, if I thought that you were in a bad relationship, I would turn off this radio station. You know, I, I can't say that I, I don't understand where you're coming from. I have concerns about this. If we saw our friend Taylor dating this guy, Travis, and he was acting like this, yelling in people's faces. Like, imagine he was at the bar and he was yelling in some guy's face like this. Like, we would absolutely be frustrated and be like, hey, listen, I don't think this is right. Now, for you to take that to your daughter, I don't know that it was the best move. But I'm, I'm by no means going to call you a bad mom for doing that. But was it the wrong move to ban Taylor, I guess, is going to be the question here. Call us up, 410-583-1065. Wrong move to ban Taylor or not? Hey, uh, Stephanie from Mount Airy, good morning. Hi. Was it the wrong move, you think, to ban Taylor? Yes, I do. I don't think it has anything, like, her work has nothing to do with what Travis Chelsea is doing. And to tell your daughter that... She can't listen to a certain artist because of what's going on in that artist's personal life when it's not illegal. There's like, she didn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I agree with you there. I I think it's insane that we're attaching him and that's going to discredit everything she's done her entire life and and who she is. I I, I mean, I'm I'm not saying we have to discredit her, but I, I could see why you wouldn't want your daughter to be like around that and think that that's okay. If that, if that's your stance, if your stance is, Hey, listen, I don't want my kid to see that kind of relationship. Then like, is it still bad? Is she not going to see that kind of relationship in other places in her life? Okay. Like, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Thank you for calling us, Stephanie. Sure. Appreciate it. Sure. 410-583-1065. This is Brenda on two from Baltimore. Brenda, is it the wrong move, you think, to, to ban Taylor Swift? Yeah, definitely. And why? You, you, you can hold Taylor responsible and for what her boyfriend does for real. Mm-hmm. But secondly, all you're doing is you're not going to stop her from listening to Taylor Swift. Taylor's going to be everywhere. So unless you're going to cut the TV out, no radio, no nothing, all she's going to do is sneak and do it anyway. Okay, that's very true. That's, that is a good point of if you're really trying to ban Taylor, that almost seems impossible. Impossible. Yeah. In, in, you know, February 13th of 2024, you know? And she's about to drop a new album. Like, come on, it's going to be everywhere. Uh, Let's get another vote. Uh, 410-583-1065. Uh, Carol, we'll give you a final vote here. You think it's the wrong move? She banned Taylor Swift because she doesn't really approve of her relationship with Travis Kelsey. Was that the wrong move to make? I think so, but I will start by saying that one of the first things that came out of my mouth when I saw that moment was, oh, this is going to end badly for Taylor Swift. However, that's not our problem. And I think that it's important for our kids 
to see mistakes made by other people because I know when I was a child and I saw certain mistakes made by my parents, I vowed to myself that I would never make those same mistakes. Wow. So if, we shelter, if we shelter our children from the mistakes of the world, then I think that they're going to be hit a lot harder when they get out into the real world. I mean, I don't have a daughter, but I do have a 10-year-old son, so I'm kind of on the same playing field sure. as this person. Yeah. And I, we, cho- we choose to talk to him about everything, mm. all the bad stuff that's going on, because while it's hard and maybe heavy for a kid, I think that he's going to be much more prepared for the world that's waiting for him yeah. as he gets of age. Okay. That's just my thoughts on it. So, no, not a bad mom, but maybe a bad decision. Okay. Thank you for calling us with that. I mean, literally, it sounds like like most parents do think that was the wrong move to make by, by banning it. Well, listen, then I'm concerned how they're raising their daughters and their children and the role models that they're letting into their life. Like, I'm going to have to reevaluate, I guess, like how to let my daughter be a fan. Like, I'll give her back the friendship bracelet. But honestly, like, I can't, I can't allow a role model like that into my daughter's life. Like, I don't respect that type of relationship, and I don't want that to be modeled for my daughter. So are you not letting her listen to Taylor Swift at all then? (sighs) I think so for right now. But, I mean, at least least when we're, like, together or in the car so she knows that I don't condone that. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. 